Well, again, welcome to our online experience today and a special welcome to our Albuquerque campus, Maui campus, and all those watching online. We're so glad that you have tuned in today. Um, also, one of the things I wanted to let you know just a little bit, next Sunday, we're gonna be back in person. I know we've already mentioned it, but it's very important for you to remember that we're gonna be back and I'm starting a brand new sermon series called Same God. Uh, we're looking at what God did in the Old Testament and the same God that did those miracles is the same God that is active and alive in our lives today. Uh, I'm gonna jump right in and ask you guys a question here and all of you guys watching online. Have you ever noticed how weird it is when someone has kids, they start to have kids, how weird it is that everyone, when you start to have kids, has the exact same name? And so everyone, it's really weird. You start having kids and all of a sudden I have the same name as every dad in this room and that name is dad. So when you get in a big group of kids and people start shouting mom and dad, everyone's looking around and it can get a little confusing until, until your child, until your child yells your name and then you know, you recognize that voice. That's the voice of my kid and now I know who they are. Because, why, why does this happen? Because the generalized title of mom or dad now zeroes in and becomes very, very, very personalized. What was generalized becomes personalized because it's no longer a title, it's the name your kid has for you. And it's the exact same way with the word of God. In the New Testament, the word word is translated from two different Greek words. Those two different Greek words are logos and rhema. And I wanna give you guys the definitions of both of these. Logos is the first Greek word. So whenever you see the word word in your New Testament, it can either be logos or rhema. Logos is the general constant written word of God and rhema is the personal, instant, spoken word of God. What is generalized through logos becomes personalized through rhema. Every time you see that word, it can be one or the other, and now you know which one it is based on the context of that scripture. So a rhema is a specific word to a specific person for a specific situation. A rhema word is a specific word to a specific person for a specific situation. So one more time, the difference. Logos is the written word of God. When you hold up your Bible, when you open up those pages, that's logos. It is the written constant word of God. Rhema is what happens when you're reading the word of God and application through the Holy Spirit hits your heart. So rhema is the spoken word of God that is revealed through the written word of God. It's the Holy Spirit in action. Here, here's, another, here's another way to look at rhema. It's a verse, word, or thought. A verse, word, or thought in alignment with scripture that the Holy Spirit brings to our attention with application to a current situation or need for direction. It, it's, it's the application to what we read. Now, what we can't do is say we heard something from God, call it a rhema word, and then that rhema word is not in alignment with scripture. We can't just call something God that God hasn't already spoken, but it's the confirmation of what God has already written. Now he's speaking it to our hearts. So that's the difference between logos and rhema. And here's what I know, those of you here and those of you guys watching online, wherever you're watching from, the very beginning of this year, 2023, here's what we know. Every single one of us is in desperate need of a rhema word from God. 
I, I need a rhema word. I've got so many things going on in my own life. I, I know that you have things going on too. There are trials we're going through, huge decisions that we're making in life. We need a rhema word because sometimes when you open up scripture and you're just reading the words on the page, yes, we know it's the word of God, but we need God to speak to us beyond what we're reading. We need a rhema word. There are so many trials that people are going through right now. You could be someone dealing with a diagnosis that you just received. Uh, there could be a child, your child that's away from God. You could be facing a massive decision about moving or what you're gonna do with your kids and their schooling. You could be battling mental health. Uh, others of you have maybe gone through a recent divorce or now maybe the topic of divorce is on the table and you're coming into this new year. And right now, if we're really being honest, we're saying, God, I need a rhema word from you. I need rejuvenation. I need direction. I've got to hear you speak. We need a rhema word. I want to be clear though, every word of God is inspired. I'm not discounting what we read in scripture. When you open up your Bible, that is the timeless word of God. And all, if it's from God, it's inspired. And we see that in 2 Timothy 3.16. It says, all scripture, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. All scripture is God breathed. And again, it's the Holy Spirit who brings to light specific scriptures for application in our everyday lives. What's interesting about this rhema, this word rhema, Jesus actually harnessed and used a rhema word at one of his most critical times in his life. He had to live a perfect life. He had to be fully human and he had to be fully God. But when he came, we are familiar with the story where he is tempted in the wilderness by Satan and Jesus shows us a perfect example about how to take what is written and apply it through the rhema word for a very specific scenario. Jesus in Matthew 4, 4, when replying to Satan after, after a, temp, after a temptation says this, man shall not live on bread alone, but from every word, and this word right here in the New Testament is rhema, not logos. So what Jesus is saying is man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word, rhema word, the spoken word, the revelation from the logos, remember, that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It's every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That is our tool, that's our weapon, against Satan, and this is a very real-time example where Jesus, even Jesus needed a real-time right now word from God the Father. Jesus later on in his ministry also stated in John 6, John 6, uh, 63, the words, rhema, the words, rhema, so again, that's, that's what this is translated as, that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. This is so important to understand the difference between logos and rhema. Again, we are not discounting what's in the Bible. The Bible is the word of God, but we need revelation beyond printed words. We need a revelation of the truth and how it applies to us right now, and especially at the beginning of the year. So when we look at John 6, 6, 63, again, the words rhema that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. They're from the spirit, they ignite your spirit, and they're what gives us life when we feel lifeless. When we got the diagnosis, when we find out our child is away from God, whatever it might be, these are the moments. The rhema words are what we need and they give us life and they ignite our spirit. His word is life, his word is action, and the faith to act specifically comes by hearing the rhema word of God. Um, most of us are familiar with the passage from Romans 10:17. It says, so then faith comes by what? 
hearing. Faith comes by hearing, right? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But now we know, yes, by the word of God, but which one, Logos or Rhema? We find out right here, Paul's writing and he says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the, wait, Rhema word of God. This is why so many people can attend church every single week, hear the word of God spoken from the pastor, read out of your own Bible, We can do these things, but if we are not in tune with the spirit and understand that just reading logos is not going to be the thing that revolutionizes and changes our lives, our spirit has to be open to the rhema word of God, which reveals the truth at a deep level when we're reading it in logos, right? So faith comes by hearing, not just someone else reciting scripture, but what God has to say about the scripture that you're reading or listening to. Romans 10, 17 is so unbelievably important. I wanna move to Matthew 14. This is also another famous um, story in scripture. This is where Peter walks on water. So Jesus, uh, again, this this story is pretty popular, but they're out there on on the Sea of Galilee. A storm comes, the disciples, Jesus was not with them. And all of a sudden they're fearing for their lives and they see Jesus out on the water. And it's the famous story where Peter steps out of the boat. But what we have to understand again, the difference between Logos and Rhema, right? What caused Peter? So this is what we know. I wanna give a little bit of background on this. This is what we know for sure. Peter already knew Jesus was the son of God. He had the logos. He knew the truth. He knew that Jesus was the way, the truth, and the life. This is already halfway through Matthew. This is Matthew 14. He knew. He knew the truth, but he didn't get out of the boat until what, right? Matthew 14, 28 through 29. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me, tell me to come out, to come to you on the water Come, Jesus said, then Peter, then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came toward Jesus. Leave this up just for a second. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me, tell me. Sometimes when we're reading scripture, sometimes we see what God says and then we need to look up to heaven and say, God, I need you to affirm this. I, I, need, I need a deeper revelation than just acknowledging that this is true. Peter acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah. He acknowledged that Jesus was all powerful, but he needed Jesus' rhema word to speak to his heart, to step out and do the impossible. The word Jesus gave to Peter was a rhema word. It is a pure translation. It is a rhema word. It ignited the action faith that Peter needed, okay? Peter walked on water. This is, this is simple but profound. He only walked on water because he received a rhema word. That's it. He only walked on water. Logos didn't do it because it's the combination of what we read and what the Holy Spirit reveals about what we, what we read. It, it, it has to be. That's what makes what we read supernatural, understanding what is true and then the activation of the truth in our lives. You may listen to preaching and you may study the Bible, but... Only when the Holy Spirit quickens or stirs the scriptures in our hearts will Logos become Rhema. Um, At this time of year, um, through Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's in winter, um, we go over to my parents' house every Monday night for dinner. And one of my favorite things my mom makes is a creamy green chili chicken soup. I think some of you guys in here have have had that before. It's famous, right? Cream of green chili chicken soup. And what I love about this is when you, the taste of it, of course, but when you walk into their house, my mom will be there stirring it. And when she starts to stir that soup, I can't even handle it. Like I cannot wait for dinner time because when you stir something, 
the aroma starts coming out of it and what you see starts to come to life and it starts engaging all of our senses. I can't handle waiting on actual dinner time only because she's over there stirring it and I smell the creamy green chili and then the, the chicken in there. And it, I mean, it's just the most, especially if you're a New Mexican, you just know that's the most amazing smell you can possibly have in your entire life. And so it's the stirring that ignites the reality of what it really smells like. And so in our lives, again, the rhema is the stirring of the scripture. It's the aroma that brings it to life in our lives. I wanna read again Romans 10, 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, the rhema word. Faith comes by hearing. We need faith today going into 2023. We need faith to overcome these circumstances we're dealing with. We need faith, even if there's not an individual circumstance in your life, we need faith to overcome what's happening around us. We need faith, a strong faith, a walking on water faith. I need a rhema word from God. So that begs the question, how do we receive it? How do we receive a rhema word from God? It's honestly so simple. And it's so simple because we don't serve a God who dangles things out in front of us. We don't serve a God who hides these gifts. We serve a God who, once we understand the context of these scriptures with logos and rhema, we understand that all we have to do is ask. All we have to do is ask. Matthew 7, 7 through 8 says this, ask and it will be given to you. This is Jesus talking. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. You will find. Knock, knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, for everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. That's a timeless truth. It's true for salvation. It's true for a rhema word. When God wants to give us something, this, this is the formula to get it. When it is of God, when it's of God, that's how you receive from God. You ask and you knock and you seek because God wants to partner with us. He engages us in the process. So how do we receive a rhema word? By asking, seeking, and knocking. When it comes to a rhema word, when you are praying, it may not be an audible voice, it probably won't be, but it'll be a stirring in your spirit. It'll be something that ignites faith. It's a real and, and raw emotion of going to God in prayer and activating faith in your lives. What Peter said, he said, Jesus, if you want me to come out on the water, I need you to tell me to. I need to hear it out of your mouth. If you want me to go, I've got to hear your voice. It can't be logic. It can't be logos. This has to be rhema. So whatever you're dealing with today, whatever distractions are around you, if you're in your home or wherever you're at, I'm going to ask just for the next couple minutes for you to remove those distractions where you are and to create a holy moment where you're sitting, where you're standing to receive a rhema word. We can't hear this message and then discount it and then just move on with our everyday lives because of chaos around us. This is the first Sunday of the year. Let's receive a rhema word. They're gonna put a QR code up on the screen next to me. And I, I would love for you just to take a minute. I'm gonna pause. What I would love for you to do wherever you're sitting, even those of you in the room right now, just pick up your phone and, and use this QR code. And this is going to take you to a page that has a prayer that we're going to read together um, in receiving a rhema word from God. So um, wherever you're at, I'm gonna give you a second, grab your phone, your device, and go to this QR code.
And as you're doing that, the prayer is detailed, it's lengthy, we're not going to recite it out loud together where you are, but I want you to read this along with me um, as you pull it up, and then I want you to take this with you this week. Maybe for the whole month of January. Maybe it's a new daily thing you do forever. Maybe it's just today, whatever it is, I want this prayer to be something, a tool in your hand that you can take, again, words off of a page, but mean it in your heart to receive something. You need to receive a rhema word from God. Here's the prayer to receive. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you that you have given me your word to guide, correct, and comfort me. I believe that your word is the life and truth to my spirit and I receive the power of your written word in my life. God, you know my current situation going into this year. I desire to obey you and heed your instructions because I know they will always lead me to victory beyond anything I could ever imagine. So today, Lord, I am asking for a rhema word from you regarding whatever your specific situation is. Please give me ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to receive the exact rhema word the Holy Spirit desires to give me. I open up my heart and soul to listen. Help me to repent where I need to repent, change where I need to change, and take action where you direct me, and to do so without hesitation. Thank you for loving me and guiding me in my current season. And now, by faith and with expectancy, I am ready to receive a rhema word from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Wherever you're sitting right now, I want you to claim that, not because I'm telling you you can, but because Jesus is telling you you can. This is how lives are changed. If you've felt like you've been in a wilderness, a desert season, and you're looking at other people growing in maturity in their faith, if you are in one of those trials I was talking about, could this be the key to your growth in your relationship with God? Understanding that the word of God comes to life when we open up, ask, seek, knock, and receive the activation from the Holy Spirit to make what we're reading come to life. My prayer today is that you take this message very seriously wherever you are, and that we go into this next year, into this next sermon series we're about to go into with big faith, with big faith, you holding on to what God has spoken to you. You hold on to what he's spoken to you. The enemy's gonna come and say, he did not say that, and you're gonna claim it and say, he did say it. It's in alignment with what he's already written. I heard the Holy Spirit, and I am claiming and believing for my rhema word in 2023. I wanna pray for you here and wherever you are watching today. Share this message with, with friends and family, and I would love, love, love for this to be the greatest year in your relationship with God that you have ever had. Pray with me. Father, we thank you for every person that's a part of Citizen Church or anyone who might be tuning in right now and watching or listening to this message. God, I pray blessing over 2023, over individuals and marriages. God, I pray blessing over families. And God, right now in this moment, these last few moments when we've been receiving what we want to hear from you, what we need to hear from you, just like Peter was saying, Jesus, if, if you want me to do this, you've gotta speak to me, you've gotta tell me what's my rhema word. We're asking, we're seeking, we're knocking. God, I thank you for all of our blessings that we have going into this year, and we pray that we can receive even more. Through all the trials, the ups and the downs, you are faithful. We pray blessing over this year, blessing over our church, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen.